You're listening to ORU Kristen 2, the podcast where two Kristens talk about all things BTS. Let's get into <laughs> You knew I was waiting for it. You knew. You knew I was like, where is she going? Hi. Wow, Hi, we're Kristen. singing today. Hi, how are you? Just that's how excited I am to see you. We're vibing and thriving. We're vibing and thriving. Pip, it's vibing been two weeks since we last recorded. What have you been up to? Fill us in. Fill in the girls. I was in California last week. I went to a memorial. It was really lovely. Got to see a lot of like old friends I haven't seen for a really long time. Nice. Some friends I haven't been able to, you know, touch bases for awesome surprise people that I didn't know were going to be there. So that was awesome. Was it like a celebration of life type yeah. of thing? Okay. So it was a celebration. That's lovely. Yes. It was really, really sweet. And then I went to Disneyland a little bit later and that was really fun. I had the Cocoa Puff cold brew. That was really good. That's at Disneyland so as they say vibing and thriving it was a whirlwind trip we did go to Koreatown we went to BCD at K-Town in LA that was delicious yum and we love a K-Town that's where I'm headed today oh my god party Just such good food. who are you seeing <laughs> I'm seeing Alia um she's in town and our friend Vivi and yeah nice I know I'm excited well, fun. I am what did you do by the way this last week what did I do I'm still settling into the apartment nice. finding my routine I nice. received my couch which was huge for me because I don't have furniture and a couch is more important than a bed in my opinion so a hundred percent yes you need a good couch I needed somewhere to sit <laughs> so I can't wait to come visit and sit on that couch and sleep on that couch. there's a probably. spot for you and yeah maybe record a podcast on that couch I know I'm <laughs> curious as to how because like, I absolutely want to record together one time mm. or multiple you know as much as we can and I wonder how it would be like are we gonna I think we'd be chaotic I know it's gonna be unlistenable but we'll a still post of, like, it I'm like a physical person that's like we're missing that element I'm like Jimin I'm very reactive Jimin and Hobie that's very much me I like Same. very reactive when I laugh Same. And I'm like loud. So so we're going to beat each other up. No, but a couch. That's exciting. I know. And I will say, though, Pip, when you do come visit and we record together, I want us to record like a TikTok of us actually. Yeah, let's do it. That'd be cute. We'll have to bank a bunch. <laughs> Just I know, do a bunch it. of different ones that we have. I'm dead. I'm like, sorry, guys, we're busy all day. We're doing a podcast and TikToks all day. <laughs> Yeah, no one do not disturb. But this is random. But I the other fun thing I did, which is just like BTS just inspires creativity. Always. I love it. <laughs> Always. Vivi and I were inspired and we decided to bake a cake when the set me free mm. music video came out. And we're like, Oh my god, she had cake ingredients and I was we were gonna hang out anyway. And she's like, let's bake a cake and let's make it a, a set me free cake. So we did. It was delicious. It was a black sesame cake and it looked like concrete on the outside, like the music video. And then in black <laughs> writing, it says, fuck all your ops on it. And <laughs> it's just. That's my kind of cake. Exactly. We took photos of it. We'll repost. I'll make sure that the podcast Twitter retweets the the pic but it was really good and yeah we baked a set me free cake this is what we do <laughs> why'd you choose sesame pip 
<laughs> Pip, listen, we chose Black Sesame because when we were frantic after mm-hmm. watching the Set Me Free mm-hmm. music video, we were like, mm-hmm. what kind of cake? And then I responded in all caps and I was like, a horny cake. And so Vivi, <laughs> Vivi looked it up and black sesame is an aphrodisiac. So we, and it fit. It was, it's like black, come on the theme. Like it fits. So yeah. You're right. It fits. It fits. I just, you know, I wanted to out you. I know you totally you out me. <laughs> she outs me on the daily for real. Like, but why? Both of us are like, but also, oh, does anyone say anything incriminating in our text? Let's tweet about it. <laughs> You know, Kristen, this week, the last two weeks have been pretty wild to be a BTS army. Yeah. And honestly, like the past, what, 10 years Life. have been <laughs> yes. crazy to be like BTS forever. army. There's quite literally so much going on that like, I guess we didn't understand in chapter two that like Mm-mm. them all having different schedules is just going to be fucking chaotic yeah like one schedule it was like if there was a comeback there was a process it was like they would be kind of quiet because they Mm -hmm. were working and Mm -hmm. we wouldn't get something very often and then it was like boom blew up and we'd get a bunch of stuff for comeback right but it's been like this since like probably jack in the box yeah it has been been one crazy announcement after the other so I think we can also talk about uh, TikTok has been so fun for this podcast and a huge yeah. shout out to Pip and her her TikTok is at Kristen McCarry, her name. And that's where we are posting these TikToks that Pip works really hard on. And recently we had a hilarious one kind of blow up um, all about how I was <laughs> talking about how BTS dances in chanclas and I think that like that bring, you know, people who haven't listened to our podcast comment on on the TikToks and think that, you know, they might know what our podcast is about. So if you're listening, you know, we do updates at the beginning, but then we get into the discussion part of it and it's not always going to be a current event. And if you're here from that TikTok, welcome. Welcome. Because what a chaotic. <laughs> that I is wanna, what yeah. it's like I on this podcast. Two things to say. <laughs> welcome and we're sorry. Like, for <laughs> Just I make the chaos. no apologies for just the chaos. <laughs> it's just pure chaos. I will say to like the comments on that, I was cackling. I was in my bed, just like kicking my my little feet in the sheets, just like thinking it was the funniest terms. I know other people talk like this, but I just did it. I, the amount of people that were like his little grippers, I can't even tell you. <laughs> fucking lost it talking about jimin's toes if you if you're curious what we're talking about go to pip's tiktok plug it again pip what's the at k-r-y-s-t-i-n-m-a-k-a-r-i go watch it and you'll know that like people in the read the comments they're calling his toes like grippers they're like the dogs are out it was it is really funny to hear people talk about it but you guys are funny you guys y'all are funny I have to say, one of my favorite parts about TikTok is the comment section. And Always. I was like, we got a we got a fire comment section going we on. Do. And I was like, this is so funny. I was cackling. But yes, anyway. if you're here from that TikTok, welcome. They're, they're, welcome they're to chunkla. the party. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. The amount of people that called us out for how we pronounced that was also devastating. But yeah, let's not. <laughs> I won't talk about what that did to my psyche. <laughs> suddenly rethinking my 32 years of life thank you but to bring up this point Kristen what you just said it did get us thinking about maybe we should be 
clear on and communicate a little bit about like what our plans are because we have a solid plan on like what we want to do as bts release music whether that's songs or albums and so yeah ultimately we have talked about this and we think that as members release albums that's when we'll probably dedicate a like a full episode on an album when an album drops we can talk about it get into the excitement and the hype of it songs we will always bring up and talk about it probably won't be dedicated to a whole episode but it would probably be similar to you know what we've done in the past and then also as these members each enlist that's our plan to kind of dedicate to the member as we did with Jin, right? So we want to kind of map it out that way. So as you know, the next person in list will probably dedicate an episode to their music and the different things that they had. It, it, Kristen said this to me as we were planning, you know, if our podcast was around when Jack in the Box came out, we probably would have had a whole episode, but we're going to save that until yes. when Hobie enlists. And you can tell from the title of this episode that this episode will be about Face. And it just so happens that we have a podcast now when Face is being dropped. So we're dedicating a whole episode to it. That doesn't mean that we're not going to talk about other discography that has dropped prior when we do member specific episodes. And our plan is to do that as they enlist. So, and I'm excited because there's there's so much cool music to to talk oh about. Oh my gosh! We'll, so much. We'll continue cool music. going through all the discographies. That's the thing is so great. It's like there's just like so much to talk about in the future. We have so much that we get to cover, and it's really great. I know. I'm stoked. Speaking of which, let's get into it. Let's get into the first segment of the podcast, the BTS group chat. And until someone writes us a jingle, which we are very serious about. (laughs) (laughs) And I just don't think if you're out there and you're like, I think I could do it, but you guys are going to probably think it's dumb. We won't think it's dumb. We won't think it's dumb. We won't think it's dumb. Like, please. We did. We did have a friend try to like jokingly write us a jingle. Pip doesn't like the lyrics that our friend wrote for us because they involve they they involve Paul and you will do anything <laughs> to shut me up about it and listen. Speaking of Paul, hi Paul. I hope you're listening. I hope you're well. <laughs> oh my god. I will say we've we've really like reached a new level of like my brand is strong because to the person who tagged our podcast <laughs> on twitter in a paul video of him performing live thank you i love you thank you for being on my side i just love that that now we're getting tagged in paul videos oh my god and i don't even not like paul it just is like you just want to you just want to quiet me you just want to dull my shine (laughs) okay but We don't have a jingle, so I will say, let's get into our first segment, the BTS group chat, where we talk about all the things that we would say in our group chat or have said with our army friends in our group chat. Pip, there is so much going on. Obviously, we're not able to talk about everything, right? Right. Like, we can't. That's a thing. Like, we're going to try so hard, but... Because we're realizing these segments take a long time, we're just going to touch on some of the highlights because there's so many things going on. So we want to make sure that we just, you know, talk about all the fun things going on. And then also, I do want to mention this too. Somebody had made a comment on TikTok, like, why are you guys not promoting some of the new stuff? I do just want to clarify. And Kristen and I have Mm -hmm. thought we were pretty clear on this from the beginning. And this means specifically on TikTok. So our TikTok promotes our podcast and our podcast promotes 
BTS's career and art as an artist in general. Yeah, we BTS in always general. talk about. Yes, we always talk about current events, mm-hmm. especially in this first half of every podcast because we can't shut up. But the TikTok is probably going to promote the other side of the content, which is like the albums we talk about right. or the guests that we have on. Of course. So you will always hear us talking about things going on, but it will be when you listen to the podcast. You might not always see that being promoted on TikTok. But I don't know if you've been listening, but we won't fucking shut up. I know. <laughs> so- it's good to just let everyone know like we're never gonna be like a short well I never say never but we're we have no we have no intention of being a short episode update podcast and And Kristen be honest have you ever been somebody who has kept it brief because it's not me literally it ain't me if you're looking for a brief I had a teacher in eighth grade who is (laughs) Mr. Venegas shout out he used to say Kristen you talk too much Kristen, stop talking. Yeah, I, <laughs> oh the That's amount right. of like classes in high school I got kicked out of for talking too much. Um, or moved. They always moved me next to the quiet kids. And I was like, That's a mistake because now you're going to learn that they can talk. Oh, yeah. I will get them to talk. Oh, absolutely. You and I are the same. There is so much going on. We're really excited. Let's run through some stuff. So we're going to do a little fan chant order updates. But I, I have to start with the OT7 that we just got news of this morning that warmed my heart so much. Yoongi posted a photo saying that all seven members met for dinner. Five of the members were were photographed and Jimin and Tay had left just a little bit before the photo was taken. So the photo is only of five members. But can you believe it, Pip? Like they all met for dinner. It's too much. It's so sweet. My heart just burst open when I was like, oh my God, they were all together again. Like, literally the earth is healing which is so funny because yesterday you and i were both like Mm -hmm. there's this little part of that's like oh i miss them when they're all together and then the fucking next day i know we (laughs) did we said that and the next day they're like all right we had dinner it's so sweet it's so cute i love it and they look so good someone was like at first i didn't realize that was gin i'm like do you see that man's jacket that's it that is gin gin's worn that jacket before he loves that jacket i thought with the hat i was like oh my god he looked absolutely my heart saying i just love when bts are all together in their normal clothes because not a single one of them dresses the same (laughs) and i love that they're so individually it's like like what happens when you and your friends don't talk about the dress code before you all go to dinner and like everyone just like not dress code but like you know oh what are we wearing it's like everyone shows up so different that's that's bts they're Uh, never gonna look if they all dress themselves they they are never gonna look like they're dressed for the same occasion it's amazing Oh my god. And you know, speaking of being blessed, how blessed we are to see Yungi in this hat. He is Stop. Nope. Mm-mm. What do you want from me? We we're, we're n- it's too early in the podcast for me to cry. <laughs> <laughs> this like leopard print fluffy hat situation. It's so hot. If I you can't can see even Kristen, stand it. Like it's like hands on her face. <laughs> I the like what for real though like this man is out here in a fuzzy leopard hat it takes you back to like wealthy housewife era sure <laughs> just like the fur the like he just looks good he looks He's expensive he looks expensive he looks expensive <laughs> he looks expensive we love to see it uh this is so funny this is a cute little tidbit about dynamite yeah 
those who know me well, especially on Instagram, I always post like Muppets and things like that. Muppets and Sesame Street are of the same Jim Henson family, but mm-hmm. they had a mass singer intro on the show where they had this that Sesame Street come and perform Dynamite with them, which Dynamite and Sesame Street, could I fucking right. like this is incredible. It was made for and you. then and I it just like made me realize like I forgot get Mm -hmm. the reach of dynamite sometimes because i was so i was so immersed and put into this like bubble we were all in during that time right like i was just like in streaming mode and focusing on all the stuff that i just like didn't realize the reach of that song like dynamite you will always be famous always always be that girl dynamite will always be that famous girly and we love to see it it's so cute i love love i love sesame street okay let's get into it so june what's going on with june the just can I just say it? <laughs> say whatever feels right. I'm malfunctioning. Sorry. June, She's had lots of s- dramatic pauses. <laughs> June was featured on Smoke Sprite. We talked about this last episode that he was going to be, and that's how we got into Sprite. Oh my God, we haven't been doing segues. Okay, I'll get into it. I'll remember that later. Look Speaking out for my segues. Sprite. <laughs> Speaking of Sprite. So June is on Smoke Sprite. We got that just last week. There's so much new music coming out that it's like, oh my God, how do we keep up? But I have to just talk about Smoke Sprite for a second because this song has me in a chokehold. I texted you this last night and I will expose myself today and like, I don't even care. The music video for Smoke Sprite and Smoke Sprite in general had me the most sexually confused I'd been since Teenage Simba from The Lion King. I won't elaborate. <laughs> I will not elaborate. <laughs> Specifically, Teenage Simba when he's crossing the log when the Hakuna Matata, like you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, do I know? <laughs> so Yoon is first of all so talented, such a unique voice. This song will be staying in my rotation of songs I listen to forever. Like it is so fucking good. And then some of these live performances that she's been doing, like oh my god, she's so she cool. Is fine so and cool. so cool and she sounds her voice is such a unique quality i don't want this to be misconstrued but when i first i had no idea who she was but when i first listened to this song i thought that it was a male singing in a mixy falsetto mm. voice and i was like what's going on and then i like read i've read so much about her since she's such a cool musician but it's just such a unique sound and i Love it. I love Smoke Sprite. I am a Smoke Sprite girly from Henson. I love the sexual awakening for you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I'm dead. But isn't it so good, Pip? Yes. Like, she's not someone you would put under the K-pop label. Mm -mm. Her sound is just so unique to her. And Mm -hmm. I just think that she's so We love a rock. So cool. Mm, That's right. Oh, she's so cool. She's so cool. I feel similarly where I'm just like, mm. yeah, like we should <laughs> move on before this turns into a Soyeon <laughs> podcast. We'd be stupid to not at least mention June's verse in it. Hello? Like, is he okay? Mm. Does he want us all to survive? Probably not. His verse is, it's insane. He's out here writing lyrics like that. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing, June? You know? I can't speak about it. <laughs> oh man oh man wow we are starting off this podcast 
I know we're on one we're on one we're on one we also got that I think it was the day we recorded the last podcast mm-hmm. we got that translated interview it was from Spain it was that interview like if you listen mm-hmm. to it if you have not listened to it Reddit he just talked about some of these topics that were really I wouldn't say taboo but I just think that they they don't talk about a lot and I won't get into details because I think that you guys should read it and I think you guys should formulate how you feel about all the things that he reads but oh my god such a cool interview I was living everyone was living he's such a smart intentional human yes yes we always always say go read the interviews go listen to the interviews and he also mm-hmm. we got the 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 rolling hall like the sketch the behind on that and so we got to see the prep for that yes we did i, I won't say it I, i'm not gonna say it because you, you got just your know. one <laughs> <sighs> She limits me to mentioning him once per episode. Yeah, I loved seeing the behind of that and just June's energy before he got to perform the a concert that he's been wanting to do for so long. And he is always just so intentional about the artists that he's with, how mm-hmm. he performs with them. Even though it's his concert, it wasn't just about June. No. It was about the art. It was about the people he was performing with. It was... Just really cool to see his process. Also seeing again, like how close those 200 armies were. Mm. I'm just so jealous of them. Like good for them. Jealousy is a disease. That's what me and my friend have been saying all week. Lord. (laughs) Jealousy is a disease and I'm sick. (laughs) I love it. My last thing was just that like June posted on his Instagram story for everything everywhere all at once winning an Oscar. But then also he posted Brendan Fraser. And I was like, (laughs) absolutely. You're part of the Renaissance. Welcome. very big fan not (laughs) the renaissance absolutely not not this i just thought that was so cute oh i love that anyways speaking of so cute that was a good one that was a good one (laughs) speaking of so cute Jin, our Jin, we got to see a picture of him as we said but we also got to see our march update from him our march Mm. check-in he looked so with his lollipop cute our baby and his little pjs and we've now been just over a hundred days of his enlistment Wow, that's crazy. Which really wild because what is time? See, we can get through this <laughs> that's together. All I have to say. It's going to be okay. But <sighs> until we get the because as we always joke that like the moment we record a podcast the next day news comes out. I so know. I'm just waiting for this ball to drop. And it's going to be Speaking of like, waiting oh. for the ball to drop. Think <laughs> <laughs> that you were good and then we went it back. It just got bad. It just is terrible. <laughs> Was it good? But kind of though, kind of, it kind of does make sense because with Yungi, like what he's really not, I mean, we have, we do have some updates on him, but like he is just like waiting. He's biding his time. Don't you think? He's practicing. He's working on his. He's getting ready to drop his folk album. <laughs> we know that Yungi went to visit Jimin while he was recording for his comeback stage or whatever. And so, so cute. that again, we saw him in that hat. And we saw him bolting in. He was just like, he looked, you know, the airport <laughs> runway yeah. things that make you yep. walk way faster. Yungi looks like he has <laughs> one of those <laughs> under him yeah. all the time. Like he Edward he... colin that shit. Like he. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Twilight reference. No. He walks so fast. They scurried. He scurried in. But 
I think that one of the K Army had said that Yoongi, when he left, he had to leave early because he had to go because he's working on his tour. He's working on his music, probably. He's working on preparing for tour. And doesn't it warm your heart, though, like whenever members go and support other yes. members yeah like it's just so sweet yes. i i loved that he was there and jimin mentioned it that he loved that he was there he got energy from him like and they bickered apparently exactly they're friends they're brothers it's sweet it warms me heart i'm gonna let you do the next segue miss judgy pants <laughs> Speaking of mm -hmm. warming your heart, it was cute to see them all together. Oh, not all of them, but Yoongi, Jun, Tae, and JK all went to the Harry Styles concert together. So I was just going to mention that. Yes. I thought that was cute that they all got to go together and do that. I mean, the last time they went to, what did we say, December 2021? That was a wild time. That was like the beginning yeah. of a different era. That's exactly right. I completely agree because we had been so used to not seeing them go anywhere. Like if they were right. doing these like little trips, it was just very like strict to schedule. And then they basically came right. to LA and it was rules schmools. Like suddenly they're out and about. <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, Instagram. They are out and about. Hobie's shopping at the fucking Grove. Literally everywhere. Posting themselves walking on the street. Then, then they're at Harry Styles right. out and about being humans. So cute. So yes, we saw them. They were at Harry Styles in December or maybe actually it was probably November of 2021. And then they went mm, back like the again. And Yugi was again in the leopard hat because he does not care about our sanity at all. I love that hat. And speaking of... I don't know. Speaking of... I was going to say speaking, speaking of, our of hats. <laughs> speaking of hats, Hobie loves a good hat. Hobie would approve of that hat, don't you think? He had a he had a hat he on has, in the picture. Haven't we seen Hobie in a leopard bucket hat before? I think that that a couple of them have a hat similar to yeah, that. Yeah, or a fuzzy Either it's bucket that hat, hat. Right. Is it the same hat? Or I my brain is too tired and overwhelmed from right. the week. So. But I will say we did learn, I think Hobie came on alive last week or the week before, and basically he's done with his schedule now. Mm -hmm. He did a quick little live. He posted on Instagram just for on the street, a shout out to J. Cole and him and J. Cole's relationship and friendship yeah, is really we, we sweet. saw that in the behind the street, like the behind the episode or whatever they did. It was really I wanted really them precious. to add a counter to like the top right corner of how many times they did a handshake into a hug in that behind mm. episode because you could tell it, Hobie was like just so nervous and just kept going in for the handshake hug. It was so it's cute. So cute. Uh, oh. He's so he's been kind of laying low the last mm -hmm. few weeks outside of that. He's probably just getting ready, preparing. We know he's enlisting soon. We yes, love you. He says he has his date, his enlistment date, knows it. So we love you, Hobie. We're thinking of you. And we know that that is coming up. We wish that he has strength and all the happiness speaking of strength that i don't have <laughs> <laughs> we're really tay. just doing this for us at this point <laughs> tay and the fucking no el korea mm -mm 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 -mm. magazine photo shoot good lord the big ass poster that they hung on the side of the building i can't 
a true king. This man. How many more members of BTS are going to come out top torso naked Mm -hmm. to just like fuck with me? I just feel like Tay, and we all know this, when he's modeling for a photo shoot, it's on another level. Like this man, every model in the industry, quit your jobs. (laughs) You're lucky that he's in music. I know, but you for real, like lucky. no one models like him. No one. No, it's no one photographs like him. He captivates the attention of whoever's looking at the photo. Like you're sucked in. Like he's just so interesting. It's so he cool. could be making the same face in five photos, and each one's gonna be different. It's just something about his energy is so yeah. cool. It's so cool. And he posted his V cuts too, which we always love a good V cut. And then we got the Yoon Tan cut as well he posted a little tanny but yes the elephant in the room is that the man is naked Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, in mm -hmm, hd mm -hmm. and we don't know Mm -hmm. what to do with that other than cry (laughs) i read this thing today on instagram about being sexual and being sexualized and i think about how bts have really learned to like ease into how they feel sexual about themselves and like people for a long time have always been like don't sexualize them they're da 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 and I'm like on a on one point it's like absolutely on another especially in chapter two how would we how do we proceed we accept what they're putting out exactly and it's like he owns his sexuality in 10, such a beautiful way and he is so in control of like how he wants you to see him yep like he is so good at it mm-hmm. and I just he's really nailed that down he is so good at owning his sexuality and i just love it i completely agree i completely agree we've seen this like even with yoongi when he posted that thing it's just like this way that this like chapter two of them owning their own sexuality and like really coming into that part of them because there's nothing wrong with feeling sexy there's nothing wrong with feeling sexual it's beautiful and and it's so cool i think it is cool and it shows so much growth and if you follow the model that we always as armies say we should follow is follow bts's lead trust them they tell us what they want and how they how they want to be perceived these grown men adult men are presenting themselves in the way that they want to present themselves they are feeling comfortable in their bodies in their sexuality yeah. comfortable showing us this side of them I and mean, did you read the lyrics of smoke sprite <laughs> yeah i have a question for you did you uh did you tune in to uh june's verse in smoke sprite <laughs> just a quick question <laughs> what 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 would you like me to do with that <laughs> sir But for real, it's like, that's what they're giving us. Like, that's where they're leading us. It is okay. And like, that's what we do as armies is follow their lead. I just always find it important to like, always check in with yourself every once in a while because consent's always important. And this is their way of being like, showing their ability to have control of their, their selves. And I just love it. And I think that these photos are gorgeous. The styling was gorgeous. The hairstyles were gorgeous. The clothes that we did wear were gorgeous. Beautiful. Stunning. No notes. No, stunning. No notes. Speaking of no notes. <laughs> a four-part JK Live where he changed clothes every single time. No notes. Sheer perfection. <laughs> Can't complain. This is in the same vein of what we were just talking about. I love that he's comfortable doing this. I love, love that he's spending his time this way. I fucking love him. 
It's a whole song and dance. It's, it's a performance. It, he, listen, the man is performing. This man loves a good performance. He <laughs> loves a show. <laughs> yeah, man, that live was insane. Incredible. I was partial to the white button-up shirt that he opted the Prince into. Prince Eric energy? Sure, sure, sure. Yes, shipwrecked Prince Eric. Like, I was partial to that. <laughs> I'm dead. He's been flirty. What is the like live, laugh, love um, version of 30 flirty and thriving? Whatever. He's 26. But the man is flirty. And yes, that live. But even just the way that he posted the recipe, that was also something that he did. I just love that he's like, by the way, like, I'm not hacked. This is really what I'm sharing. (laughs) This is really me. (laughs) This is real. This is me. She went there. I'm dead. <laughs> well, and then then he comes on and he's like, I was tired. It's first off, I was like working. I was like, what why are we going live now? This is wild for him. It's 4 a.m. in Korea, I think. He is like, I'm gonna make some dinner. It's like, get ready with me. But it was like, let's make dinner together. Right. His schedule and is I, just what? Like, what huh? who even knows? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm here, I'm ready. He starts making his dinner and then he starts eating it. Mm-hmm. There's this ongoing joke. I'm sure everyone knows, but if you're like a newer army and don't know this yet, JK is when he looks angry when he's eating. That's like when you know it's good. Yes. Like he just kept going, damn, damn. Just like, oh, And then he did arguably the funniest thing he's ever done, which is when he took the bite and pretended to die. Like he just like. And he hit his head and fell to the ground. Lopped out of the screen. Oh, we love him. We we love him. We absolutely love him. I need to watch the rest of that live. I was randomly climbing at a climbing gym when that was happening. You were living your life. It was the middle of the day. Yes. And I'm very sore from it. So did I make the right choice in the end? Unsure. TBD. It's good to take care of your body. Thank you, Pip. (laughs) I will always hype you. You will. (laughs) But I did. But I did watch the live. And so I do. (laughs) Right. You're like, you do you. But I watched the live. Um, (laughs) It's just great to see him sharing his life with us. We are blessed. Thank you, Jungkook. Also, just an FYI, we are going to save Jimin for the main segment of our podcast when we talk about face and everything that Jimin's been up to since it's all face related. So, And that includes the numbers as well. We're yes. going to just save it all to them. And yeah, that's what's been going on with the members. We made it through. And now we are on to our next segment. Still waiting for a jingle for this one. But <laughs> until we have a jingle, I will introduce it. It is time for your and mine favorite segment of the ORU Kristen 2 podcast. And that is drumroll play. Please, numbers with Pip. Pip, what are our numbers this week? Well, we have a lot of numbers. I'm going to zoom on through. Thank you again to all the accounts that collect this information and put it together on Twitter. You guys are amazing. So here we go. Okay, we're going to start with Spotify. So BTS and Jungkook now hold the top five longest charting songs by Korean acts on Spotify Global Charts. That's Dynamite. My Universe, Butter, Boy With Love, and Left and Right. Soyun and RM's Smoke Sprite debuts at 159 on the global Spotify chart. My Universe surpassed 940 million streams. Friends surpassed 200 million streams. War of Home Home surpassed 100 million streams. We love it. Five also (laughs) passed 100 million streams, as well as Wildflower surpassed that same number. J-Hope now joins JK, Suga, and Psy as the only (laughs) K-pop male soloist. What? Sai? Sai Opa. Sugar. Sugar. BTS Sugar. 
Suga and Sai at the o- as the only K-pop male soloist to reach 10 million monthly listeners on Spotify, and Jimin surpassed 8 million le- monthly listeners for the first time. Indigo officially surpassed 300 million streams on Spotify, becoming the fastest album by a K-soloist to achieve that milestone. Amazing. Some Billboard numbers. On the Street debuts at number two on this week's digital song sales. It's the highest charting single for both artists for J-Hope and J-Cole. On the Street debuted at number 60 on Billboard Hot 100. Woo! J-Hope now debuted four, has now debuted four songs on Billboard's Hot 100 as a soloist. So that's Chicken the Soup, More, Arson, and On the Street. On the Street peaked at number one on the R&B and hip-hop digital song sales chart. That's the third song by a Korean act after Girl of My Dreams and Closer to go number one on the chart. Proof has now spent 40 weeks on Billboard 200. Wow, we're really getting close to a year with Proof. Whoa. Oh, love her. Wildflower was up 845% in U.S. digital sales last week. It re-enters the world digital song sale chart top five. Some iTunes numbers. Smoke Sprite debuted at number one on the worldwide iTunes song chart. Love it. Love it. It also reached number one on the U.S. charts. I didn't get to, f- I couldn't find how many it reached, but for us it did reach number one love Amazing. that some australia numbers on the street debuts at number 82 on australia's singles chart it's his first entry on that chart for j-hope for the uk j-hope and jimin are the only k soloists to chart a song in top five of uk big top 40 this wow. decade that's cool that's cool some korea japan numbers on the street earned its second music show win on m countdown some for melon it rose to peak at number 24 on the daily chart it entered the top 20 of melon top 100 and bts now hold the entire top five longest charting songs by an idol group in melon weekly chart history that's pretty dope for circle chart on the street reached a new peak of number 42 on their digital charts bts extended their record as the first group to have five songs surpass 1 billion digital points on that and last thing is rush hour surpassed 300 million digital points on circle chart woo woo Woo-hoo! oh my gosh pip i love your numbers and i know that we actually do have more numbers coming from you later on that will all be face related so thank you for the work that you put in for numbers with pip we love it we absolutely love to see it All right, everyone, and now it is time for our main segment of our podcast where we are going to discuss Jimin's debut album, Face. Can you even believe that those words just came out of my mouth? We have Jimin's album. Pip. (laughs) I should have known, but I really didn't. I should have known, but I really fucking didn't. Gotta keep you on your toes. You really do. You really do. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Can you believe that we're here? We're talking about Jimin's debut album. Like, what is life? First vocal line album. First Mm -hmm. album for him. This is such, such a moment. This is such a moment. It's such a moment. We have so much to discuss about Mm. everything that's been going on with Jimin and everything that we have received from this album. But before we get into like talking about all of the specifics, Pip, I'd love it if you could maybe give us some like first 24 hour numbers for face. Oh, you got (laughs) it. (laughs) So I'm just going to throw a ton of different numbers out at you. I'll Mm -hmm. try to just zoom through these. Some of these are set me free part two, which have been, which has been out longer than a day. So we will just dive on in. And I want to preface these numbers are so cool and so impressive. Let's get right into it. 
So Set Me Free Part 2, it debuts at number 39 on Spotify's US chart, debuted at number 14 on their weekly chart, number one on Spotify Korea, at number six on the Spotify global chart, and then Like Crazy, the English version, debuted at number six on Spotify US, and debuted at number two on Spotify global. And this number literally, I just saw not three minutes ago, Yeah, BTS chart data posted that Like Crazy debuted with 7.98 million streams on Spotify, which is so impressive. Way to go, everyone that was streaming for Like Crazy. This is so cool iTunes set me free part two debuted at number one on the worldwide iTunes song chart and from what I saw it reached at least um number one on iTunes in at least 100 countries worldwide and then like crazy I did see as of this last week like crazy reached 100 number ones as well as early as Friday and I saw several of the other songs on face in like the top 10 20 of iTunes charts on YouTube, Set Me Free Part 2 music video gathered 15.3 million views and 2.7 million likes in their first 24 hours. We're still waiting on like crazy numbers, but that's what we have for YouTube. Some Korean numbers with Set Me Free Part 2. It debuted at number 49 on Melon Daily Chart, number 27 on Circle Chart. It was it earned its first music show win on M Countdown and both Hobie and JK congratulated so him on cute. Weavers, which was super cute. Set Me Free Part 2 also reached a new peak of number 44 on the Melon Daily chart. Like Crazy debuted inside the top 10 of Melon's Top 100. Face Off, what an incredible song, debuted at number 92 on Melon's Daily chart. Like Crazy debuted at number 26 on Melon Daily chart. Face Tracks all charted on Melon's Top 100 which Jimin now joins RM and Lim Young-woon as the only male soloist to chart a whole album on Melon's Top 100. Epic. Face also sold just over a million copies in its first day on the Hanteo album charts, making Jimin the first soloist to sell one million copies in one day in the chart's history. Some of you might have seen some stuff on Twitter about those charts. That seems to be the correct final number. There was some back and forth, Great. but what we need to know, that was a number. Japan set me free part two, top the Oricon Weekly Digital Singles Chart. <laughs> Face debuted at number one on their album chart. And then Billboard Japan Hot 100. Set Me Free Part 2 debuted at number 81. And just for fun, Dynamite's still there at number 88 with 135 uh, weeks on the chart. She we Long it. May She Reign in Japan. Long May She Reign. And then lastly, Jimin earned the highest debut as the first K-pop soloist to debut in the top 30 on UK's official singles chart. chart debuting at number 30 with Set Me Free Part 2 that's awesome the uk charts are like always known as being really difficult um yeah difficult charts as well to to chart on the numbers are wild because the album sales is really interesting because the that hanteo chart is worldwide global sales Mm. and so this album has been very anticipated right very exciting i felt like in terms of like those army that are really into like streaming and being involved with the streams in the first day i felt like a renewed energy with this song Mm -hmm. with this album it's just it's so exciting kristen i cannot wait to talk to you about this because we have both tried to because of the podcast we have both tried to limit how much we want to talk about this and like over text and things and so this hasn't gone that well by the way (laughs) but we've held back a lot a lot lot. and so this is like our first time where we really get to like talk about the album i think i haven't even talked to really a lot of people super in depth about this album so this will be like i'm so pumped 
We were so born for us, this. So what do we want to start with, Kristen? Yes. So this is so exciting that we have this album to talk about. Let's start off just by listing some basics here. So last week, Jimin released Set Me Free Part 2, both the track and a music video to go with it as a pre-release track. And we also got the the dance practice to go with that. So that mm. was the perfect little, like not little at all, but just like perfect taste he set the mood with set me free part two and all of us were shook so i thought it would be cool to maybe talk about what did it feel like to be like punched in the gut with set me free part two as a pre-release i i are we are we even here is this our ghosts talking about it Uh, truly i remember sitting Watching the music video, hugging my Koya pillow, as I always do. It's my process. <laughs> right. I've now outed myself as my process. I have my Koya right. pillow. We hug and we watch the new music videos. I would take a gamble and say that the majority of the world that was mm-hmm. watching mm-hmm. all collectively gasped. Mm-hmm. Like outwardly, dramatically gasped when we see mm-hmm. him in the jacket and the like mm-hmm. writing all over his yeah. body. The gasp. What an impactful fucking moment i kristen i don't even know how to collect my thoughts because when that music video dropped i couldn't even believe it we didn't have any expectation we have serendipity filter lie all three all three of those songs are very different and we have promise they're also very different it's hard to know what to expect with the jim and album what kind of story did he want to tell so when you literally is the first thing he comes out of the gate with is set me free part two and it's so intentional because that is the last track on the album Mm. and he you know him having this as a pre-release he really wanted to come in serving exact like he he said i want to be very clear and set the mood because it was a premiere on youtube how it goes into like hit he did a little intro and then it goes directly into the premiere of the music video i was watching on the tv with our friend marissa (laughs) and because it loaded straight from the preview it played and i kid you not like 144p (laughs) (laughs) but we couldn't touch it we're like we had we were enthralled even in 144p we screamed at the top of our lungs when that transition happened into the tattoo with the jacket like screamed even in 144p it was that impactful and then we went back and watched it again but overall i was sitting there shook to my core because he came in with such a strong concept such strong choreography the visuals the backup around dancers the story the dancers. that went into it the fucking it was, dancers you you've said we said this before about bts's performance quality it's mm-hmm. so theatrical this specifically yes. Yes. told a full story you you didn't have to know all of the lyrics in english to know what was being said with just the way that they were moving their bodies and placing themselves which was all very intentional he said sense has been very intentional on how they like did this choreo and i think coming at the end of the album and we'll talk about this in a sec but just coming at the end of the album with that message she was sending but first impressions that song blew me out of the water i I was texting brit and i was we were both just saying like we had no idea what to expect and even still like we were like rendered speechless yeah it it was not in any way nothing could have prepared us for that i think aria facetimed me and we like didn't know what to say yeah like all we just how could you 
speechless. I think that I, in the back of my mind, was expecting a more serendipity-esque sound from him. And the fact that he came out with that and so intentional with that's the first thing that he wanted us to hear from the album. That is so intentional. I was like, okay, we're here. Like, we get it, Jimin. Like, we are right there with you. This is what you're serving us. We will eat it all up. First impressions was the hair was raised on my arms. Like, I was sitting there jaw open, just. Yeah. Uh, just I think shook. my mouth fell open too. I just kept saying, "Oh my god!" Like, yes. And then on top of that, he's also and I tweeted about this because I'm a nerd. The vocals in it, like, yes, it it's an intense in your face song. And then the man is also singing D fives on the all of the set. Me That's freeze. right, the D fives. I get that text. <laughs> That's the first thing I hear from Kristen. It's just like the D fives. <laughs> It's just, it's so, he's so versatile. And I just love that that's what he decided to give us. It was an incredible pre-release track. And what it did was just make me like on the edge of my seat for the next seven days. It really did a great job. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It did a Mm -hmm. great job hyping us, getting us ready for, and, and it's really it's really dangerous sometimes if you can't deliver on that because that's true. It's a some gamble. Artists, some artists mm-hmm. are like, look at all this great stuff is coming. And then the album drops. And they're like, okay, but not fucking Jimin. Nope. Not with P dog on the, at the helm. <laughs> not with the homie P dog driving the ship. <laughs> <laughs> not with the eighth member of BTS there. I don't think so. Those two. Uh, I love it. And we- ghost loop. Shout out to ghost loop. Yes. And Evan, welcome to the family. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we we will talk about more performances from the album yeah. in general, but I did want to start off with that pre-release track just because exactly like we all experienced it, that was yeah. our first taste of face. And what a first taste it was. So right after that dropped, we found out that he was, or actually right before that dropped, we found out that he was coming to the U.S. That's right. We're like, okay, the promo is nigh, and it he did end up being on Jimmy Fallon. So we've yeah. been receipt, we've been getting so much promo is happening. We're gonna talk all about it, but let's jump into it, shall we? Like with the tracks, Pip. Do you feel like? Yeah, there's. I gotta say also before we do that, like mm-hmm. the emails that they were sending out from Jimin. Anytime I, the members release something, your email will totally. be like, from J-Hope. From I'm Jimin. like, oh my god, Jimin, J-Hope, what are you... Like, Ariana, what are you doing here? I'm like, Ariana, what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, Jimin's talking to me? Oh my I know. god. It's well, really cute. Good it is way cute. to go marketing. Marketing, that was... Yes, that good was job, good. Big Hive. Good job, Big Hive. Okay, so we have the first track, Face Off into Interlude, Dive, then Like Crazy original version into Alone. And then we have it ending with Set Me Free Part 2. Then there, in addition to that, there is Like Crazy English version. We're going to talk about both. And then we were blessed. Blessed. With, we absolutely. were absolutely blessed. The gods looked down on us and blessed us. Blessed us with a hidden track. It's been a minute, Pip. God, the drama of a hidden track. Love it. When was the last time we had a hidden track? Was it her for C? It was her. 
I think see so. you was the last time. So, you know, you never know what's going to happen with the physical album, but people were receiving their physicals or like getting it, you know, in basically in Korea, like then and there. And seeing that the last track happened to be 10 minutes long, that's suspicious. So we do have a hidden track on the physical album called Letter, and we will talk about it. Our lives will forever be known as like before Letter and after Letter, basically, because it is. Whew. Okay, so Pip, starting off the album with Face Off, when I turned it on and the clown music started, like the carnival clown music, like what are your initial thoughts? Oh, don't you fret. I took some notes. I know. I literally, I literally just oh, I'm pulled up my notes right now. This is well known about me. I'm weird with spoopy stuff. I'm always like, oh, it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a scary song. Kind of yeah. like Han Soul is that for me. I'm always like, oh, it's scary. <laughs> oh, I love Han Soul. And uh, on Jack in the Box, the one where he's breathing, which one's that one where it's yeah. like heavy breathing? Yes, 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 I'm yes, like, yes. oh, it's scary. But I was like, Jimin, this is how he wanted to start. He's ready. Right. So you're listening to it in Korean. And I was like, wow, okay, this is spoopy. And then he's the words that are in English. I'm like, oh, okay. And then we hear him say "fucking," and I'm like, whoa! Yeah. Like, right out. Initially, the bat, we like, saw we saw the explicit rating. Whoa, there it is. I wrote this feels personal and emotional. His vocals. I can't wait to read the lyrics. I love his voice. It's so clear and good. Fuck feelings. Wow, this there's a heaviness to the song. So even without knowing what the song is about, like yeah. there's angst in the song. Totally. And you and I talked about this when we talked about Indigo that, you know, listening to an album start to finish as the artist intended it is so important. Mm, so so important. I know you and I both do that and just kind of listen to it without reading lyrics or anything you know just listening to it start to finish right. and then going in and hearing more stuff so yes emotion transcends language like language you're not you're, you might not be understanding what he's saying but the message is being delivered throughout this i would love to know pip if you have any lyrics that you want to call out there's some lyrics from face off that i'd love to call out right now please this line in particular believing in no i'm gonna cry so anyone who's gone through a rough breakup or something of that sort, like, knows. But the lyric is, believing in someone is the beginning of a miserable nightmare. I really relate to Face Off. I felt that in my core. Like, yeah. whatever he's gone through, and I'm so, you know, grateful that he's sharing these emotions with us as a writer, as a musician. But that line in particular, like I've thought those thoughts personally on multiple occasions, like my first mistake was like believing in that person or whatever. So it was just, it was heavy. And this song hits me. I also love when in the lyrics and always, as always, shout out to Dulcet Bangtan, who provides lyric translations, beautiful lyric translations for us. Yeah, those are the ones we'll probably mostly be using for this episode. Right. I love the switch in sound on Face Off when he's talking to a specific person, like when it's directed at the person versus a generalization of the song. It gets harsh and mm. like staccato, like in your face, kind of like bitey. When yeah. he's talking to directly much so. directly at a person, it's a really, really cool track. I don't remember which interview. There was a couple that we got from Jimin and one of them, in one of them, he said, you know, he's he's not someone who speaks in roundabout ways. He speaks very mm -hmm. direct. And so that's yes. how his, these lyrics in this album are. 
course, like I just speak very directly because, you know, you have June who's very like romantically poetic. And even if it's mm-hmm. about something terrible, they're still just like, you know, change. It's like things change. People change. Everything change versus Jimin is like, you trust a person. You're fucked. <laughs> Fuck all you hoes. Fuck you. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's so yeah. cool to see like their individual styles. And so totally. I do feel this for every song, but definitely for Face Off. Like you said, it's very staccato. He's like, I gave you my money. I gave you my heart. You know, I got fucking yep. drunk at your party. Like, I, it's just like yeah. all these things is very straightforward. It does feel really like his thoughts on paper and then transformed into a song. Also, June has a credit on this song. I love that. There's two songs that June has credit on. Face Off and Light Crazy, I think. Yes, it is. It's a great track. What a way to start off the album. And we do know from interviews that Jimin wrote this throughout the pandemic about his life, about the things that he was feeling, the things he was going through. We're very blessed that overall Bangtan in their music they're involved it is their lyrics they're in it this is really like a diary you know so very cool if you've ever been hurt by anyone ever um there's the line where it says tonight i don't want to be sober pour it up it's all fucking over and you're just like "Uh (laughs) uh-huh you're like that's literally me tonight like i'm like (laughs) let's fucking go let's fucking go i've read a couple different translations of this lyric whether the intent was this or this is Kristen's interpretation and that i connect to this Mm -hmm. he says break it down break it down this is an ordinary story of mine or i've seen it say this is a common story for me yeah like yeah whether that is him getting drunk when he's upset or mm-hmm. that he gets hurt because he he trusts someone and he gets hurt. And, and I just gotta say, both or it not. could be oh, both. Yeah. But like that line for yeah. me was when I got like kind of emotional because I was mm-hmm. like, I have this problem where right. I in my life have trusted some people or have been more vulnerable than I, you know, right. should have. Or you let yourself be vulnerable and then this that they hurt you, which is going to happen no matter when you're vulnerable. But right. that like line of just like this defeat of like this always fucking happens. Like Well, and it's so relatable. Like yeah. it, the, these lyrics are so relatable because we're human and we go through things. We trust yep. people that maybe we shouldn't, like all of that. And to think I have to say, like Alia said this yesterday. And then you and I texted about it like, listen, whoever Face Off was written about, whoever fumbled the bag on Park Jimin, LOL to you. Like, you really fucking fumbled the bag on Park Jimin. Like, I was texting Kristen last night really like, we were both tired. <laughs> and I go, May- <laughs> I'm so stupid. I said, may every masquerade party in the future be as bad as the one in Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Just like the most niche reference ever. ever. You go, who fumbled the bag on the parchment? I say, they don't deserve good parties. May the chandelier crash at intermission and set the theater on fire. Yeah. No, but for real. Like, just drama. But for real, like... Whew, you have to live the rest of your life knowing you fumbled the bag on Park Jimin. It could not be me. Also, Ooh. I love in the song too, and it's just like, look at yourself. Why don't you want more? You can have more. That suits you. I hope you never chit. Like he's just at this point, he's just letting out his anger. And he said, I don't know if it was in Station Head or somewhere. It was just like, there's a lot of anger in the song, but which we'll get into the next. And that's why he had to put interlude drive in between face off and like crazy. Cause he wanted to separate those emotions. But I love yeah. that he felt comfortable and vulnerable enough to just be like, I'm going to fucking say it. Here's I'm just going to get out. Yeah. 
here's how I'm starting my album. And that does bring us to the next track on the album is Interlude Dive. We love a good interlude. It. it is mostly like instrumental and sound sound bites. But I do love that we've confirmed that it is Jimin's Busan greeting that is included in this. You hear kind of like a warm-up of getting into the show, then at the show, and then what it sounds like to me, I think a lot of it is open to interpretation, but basically like going home, pouring yourself a drink type of thing. He did say in one of his interviews that he had his phone on him and was like just doing things with Mm -hmm. running and moving and I do agree that's the vibe that I got when I listened to it was it kind of felt like the end of the day pouring a drink yeah and what what's so cool about listening to the album start to finish is like he pours that drink you hear him take a sip it leads into like crazy which we'll talk about next and then at the like like crazy is obviously drinking is involved all of that and then into alone which starts with an alarm going off it's like the next morning when you wake up like after a it's night just cool. out of craziness and that is genius and Jimin is he's just so cool he's just so cool but interlude is a perfect way to get into like crazy witch pip first of all I need everyone to know that I've already banned pip from the joke of it's just like crazy you crazy because <laughs> she said that earlier and then I was like oh my god it's like crazy and she's like you can stop now <laughs> like crazy let's talk about it like crazy he said in like when that intro video for set me free part two he made a comment Mm -hmm. about like and he said it before like the choreo and the style of the songs between set me free part two and like crazy are very different and i'm like okay Mm -hmm. cool this we were not prepared the moment the synth started i was like okay Mm -hmm. brit is somewhere having a heart attack because brit is a synth bitch but first off you know we all know i love p-dog i was like p-dog has been wanting to write a synth pop track that's what this is i was like this man is ready to go because this song was so good my fists are raised because she's making she's making a tiny little fist with her little hand it's it's nothing like we have heard from BTS at all. It's mm-hmm. nothing that we hear in K-pop. It's mm-hmm. not a standard sound. I loved, by the way, when Jimmy Fallon inter- introduced Jimin and was like global pop star instead of like K-pop. He like really yes. was like, that's how I feel. Like this was a po- synth pop style track. It was so unique and different. You do get these like retro 80s style vibes, but you also mm-hmm. get like a lot of the modern there's some modern pop sounds like you it's a very cool sound that A is great for radio play and B <laughs> is just easy listening because you can listen to that song and it it's not disruptive like it's so fun to listen to i'm just talking about like you know sonically how i feel about the song but this track is a top tier track top came out with a hit this is a hit song it is such an impeccable pop song yes everyone i've talked to is like oh my god like crazy is so stupid good so and it really is like you said just so easy to listen to but so new sounding yeah yes retro vibes because at this point it's like most things are kind of throwbacks to the past Mm. but making it sound so fresh his vocals on this are actually bananas. He sounds so incredible. And I just think you're completely right. We haven't heard anything like this from BTS as a group or any member. And he's able to do it so perfectly. 
And the way that they constructed the song is so smart. The lyrics are smart. It sounds like him still. And that's what's so cool. Right. It does sound like Jimin. Like Yes. It's his unique sound. Yes. They say this like idea they want to show you different sides of themselves. And you're always mm-hmm. like, I've seen so much. And even in the like behind the shoot that they did with the photo album for him, he even made a right. comment that was like, it's essentially like I keep getting surprised at like, yeah, like I can keep trying new things. Like there's so yeah. many new things to try they've really done a lot in terms of concepts in terms of photo shoots in terms of music but Jimin's able to explore this style and make it him make it Mm -hmm. himself it does sound like him I think you're completely right it does sound like Jimin like it is so uniquely beautiful so good we've noticed with the individual styles including like the astronaut is that single that is a very gin song yes it is and you know with jack in the box my i remember my first initial thought was like whoa this is like so different i'm so we're so used to like hope world which is like upbeat yeah, and vibey and, and ego and just and dance ego. Mm-hmm. and with june we we got this different side of him with indigo and it just felt so them even though this is not music we're used to from used to hear for bts this is them showing us the side of them and it's so cool to watch them evolve as artists like i'm smiling because i love it so much well and you know you know why it is them how it stays true to them is because they are so involved in the writing process and it Mm. is them if they're pouring their hearts into it and their brains like with the lyrics with all of it it is true to them because they're so involved they did not you know these aren't just being written for them and then they slap their vocals on it like we say this word a lot it's intentional because Mm -hmm. he is he's intentionally choosing to share these pieces of himself we have never seen jimin is one of the most private of the members especially the last several years he just doesn't talk about his personal life he doesn't post on social that much so Mm -hmm. seeing these kind of like sides of him it's so personal so again we're getting away from the point of like crazy but holy fucking shit this song oh this song is it's absolutely incredible it's like song of this i wouldn't call it song of the summer it's not summer yet but like it's just so good and we're gonna talk about the performances in the music video after we talk about the track so like don't even get me started on that no, but because we I, will go off i because we will go off i will say like different than maybe other times that BTS has released tracks in a different language, often with like Japanese versions of tracks. Having Like Crazy, the original version, and Like Crazy, the English version, released at the same time, for the first time, I genuinely am absolutely obsessed with both. Yep. I'm absolutely obsessed with both sets of lyrics. They both sound so good. They're different, but they are such good tracks. So good for radio play. I completely agree with you. And I know that they are submitting the English version for pop radio. So we'll see how it does. But speaking of lyrics, do you have any call outs that you want to? A great question. I didn't call out any lyrics specifically for like the meaning but two little like weird things that I want to say kind of lyricy, but not actual lines so I thought it was hilarious that the sound clips at the beginning and the end people are like that sounds like Tay 
I don't know where that was coming from at all. <laughs> it doesn't sound like pay at all for me. Not at all. And then a couple of other th- weird specifics about this song. I am obsessed with his vibrato on... Of course, here, co- here <laughs> comes. You love a good vibrato. When he goes, wasting time. It is so clean. I am obsessed with that part. And I just know Alia is too. I need to ask her about that because I love a good Jimin vibrato. And then the other thing that I was going to say is June posted on Instagram about he's like, I did some of the lyrics or like crazy. And can we all guess which one? Well, I was just (laughs) going to say literally like I was cackling because Marissa said, you just know that he's responsible for give me a good ride. (laughs) That's like no question. not a single person no question. question they're like yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. oh my that god is, it's someone so was good. like you know he loves using the word ride <laughs> he loves using the word ride do you have any lyric call outs right before that he brings up the moon he says the moon dual sets translation is you spin me up high the moon with you in its arms listen anytime the moon gets brought up in anything i'm such a bitch for the moon i can't even tell you i was like oh we got a good moon call out i'm like i have no idea what you're talking about when the moon is literally tattooed to my arm the just general vibe of the song there's been a lot of interpretations of the lyrics and i think when we talk about the music video we'll also discuss a little bit more with the visuals and there's been some Mm -hmm. really great call outs with the visuals of it of what people interpret but just in general that song is so fucking good yeah it will be in my spotify wrapped thank you very much <laughs> yes it will it will be in my spotify wrapped i can't wait we're gonna have to do some spotify wrapped on the pod at the end oh, of the year oh that'll be good we'll do that'll that that'll be fun because you know we'll be i'll be seeing paul at the end of our spot <laughs> <laughs> god damn You're it not wrong oh, so after the party that is like crazy the mind fuck that is like crazy. We go into a very different sound with Alone. And Alone starts with an alarm clock beeping. Mm. And is just what what a different feel. I want to say I was expecting something like this song or like this sound from him since he does do this sound so well just more mellow beautiful vocals really emotive but we did we learned in interviews that this was also written during that vegas time and i'm like what was in the water during vegas that we got lonely and alone written at during that time like holy shit you know when I heard this song and I read the lyrics, this song, reading some of the lyrics, made me emotional because mm-hmm. it, it was reliving some of those feelings. And so I really related to this song. And I think anybody on earth that experienced any of that loneliness sure. would totally relate to this. It's so vulnerable to be willing to talk about being lonely like that. Like you have, I'm fucking yeah. lonely, but it's still kind of to a, you know, up. It's still vibey. Dome. Yeah, yeah. Alone it's feels very, it's immediately hits you as this is a hard song. He said on Station Head that alone, he was like worried that Army would be worried about him when they heard this song and read the lyrics, but that he's, you know, this was about him and his past and he's not in this place anymore. And I also feel like 
that's really relatable too. Like these songs are kind of time capsules where you're writing how you were feeling in that moment. You know, we, we have songs like this from a lot of artists. We have songs like this from BTS where like we just mentioned Lonely. Han Sul is another one where it's like I'm alone in my hotel room drinking type of thing. And they release these time capsules of their lives where it's like this was the space that he was in at the time and it's so vulnerable and so relatable. I completely agree with you, Pip. Something for me was when the lyrics where he's telling himself that it's going to be okay and then in the background you have that like like in the song it's background vocals saying lie, 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 lie over and over. How relatable is that when you're telling yourself that everything's going to be okay but there's a voice in the back of your head saying you're a liar like is everything going to be okay like I just think anyone (laughs) who has gone through anything really can relate to this song the lyric the though I used to say it's okay I feel like gradually losing myself I think that makes so much sense that like when you get into this heaviness and this like spiral of kind of sadness, it's just like you feel like you are losing who you are, a part of you, or you just don't know how to get out of it. Yeah. And like you say, it's that like everything's going to be fine, but it's like it's a lie. But the lyrics are beautiful. It's sad, but you know, like I said, he talks about he's so much better. And we've all been through moments like this in our life. And so for him to want to share that part is because he always cares so much about like, don't worry about me. I'm fine. He never wants people to worry about him. He's always like, I didn't want to come on because I was sick or he's like, oh, I didn't want to do this because I wasn't feeling good. I don't want you to see that. He says, "I I feel pathetic for always putting on like a fake smile. And it takes you back to the youtube graduation where he was like there's someone in soul who understands you you know yeah I he's human that. he gets it you did oh yeah look at you i know he's so special and i'm special. i'm just grateful that he's letting us in on this type of stuff and he's also like i'm better now like don't worry about me but it's good it's beautiful to be able to experience alone yeah. and then the the album takes us into set me free part two which is like which is so cool that that's where the album ends in quotes ends is like look at the things that I've gone through and now I'm going to hit you with set me free part two which we've talked about the MV and how that was a pre-release track but to speak a little bit more about set me free part two as a track in general I think that the vocals that he did the horns sound the choral arrangement which we know he flew to the U.S. he had a group of singers he was present when they were recording, which, by the way, is not a thing that's very common for the artist to be there and involved in the in the yeah. background vocals. He was there every step of the way. I want to know who did the choral arrangements for this track because they are stunning and they are haunting. And I love that I, in, in my head, I feel like he's singing all this badass stuff and he has like a badass choir behind him being like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we have your back. One lyric I wanted to call out about Set Me Free Part 2 is... When he says, even if it hurts, I don't hide anymore. I got that pulled up too. Were you going to say that? I got that pulled up too. What that shows is growth. Coming from From alone into the song. Yes, exactly. From alone being like, 
yeah, I still have flaws or whatever. I'm still working on things. I raised my I fist don't for the past anymore. Me. Yeah. Being okay with your past and just being an advocate for yourself moving forward is so beautiful. Um, I love the callbacks that he does to on lyrics. It's such an incredible way to end again, end in quotes, but to end the album and show us where he's at. And I love too. It's like, he says, Hey fool, get out of my way. Shut up. Fuck off. I'm on my way. And on one hand, we see that as like the haters. And I also yeah. think for for me, I love that too can be this like sense of like the person inside you that holds you back, you know? Yeah. It's like how you can yeah. be in your own way sometimes. I mean, there's a lot of people who put pressure on BTS as individuals and as a group. And I think mm-hmm. that some of that comes out in this lyric, these lyrics as well. Right. I love that my prime time that has begun. It's just like BTS are just entering yeah. their prime, dude. Like Don't the last get it twisted. Yeah. But this is them showing their true self. Like you can't, I can't get fucking enough. Nom, 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 nom. Like I want it all. Yeah. Eat it all up. <laughs> the butterfly, the, the vocal know. part of that part when I'm not going to attempt it, but the, the run. Yeah. Oh my God. Even if they ridicule me, I don't stop. Right. Going insane to say sane, which is the, like yeah. you said, the, the throw to on. Yeah. They oh, say this what a good similar. Song. A similar lyric in On, Gotta Go Insane, Stay Sane. And then there's another callback to On as well with the, like, just saying right on that part of it. But it ends the album just feeling like, oh, Jimin, like, we have your back. And most importantly, you have your own back, too. Yes. And it's really cool. He does. He does. He does have his own back. He's strong. Our strong. Our Jimin. strong baby. You didn't see me just make muscles, flexing my muscles. No, they did not. But we, you can all picture it. You thought that was the end of the album, you know? You right. thought. But like everything with Jimin, it's always a surprise. <laughs> What's so cool about the Hidden Track Letter is on the physical album, it is on the same actual track as the English version of Like Crazy. And there's silence after Like Crazy ends. And then, at, of course, six minutes and 13 seconds, this track starts. Pip, I'm going to let you start talking about Letter because I know that this really, really hit you. Kristen was being a good, good person. <laughs> and she was like, I want to make sure that like, because she was with a friend and they had both decided that they were going to wait to listen to it the next morning. And I was like, that does nothing for me because I need to <laughs> scream about it to someone. And she was like, Kristen, I understand, but please respect my privacy at this time. And I was like, you respect my privacy at this time because I'm so fucking emotional so like she had a lot of feelings if you were waiting for the track that was very jimin this was a very the what we're used to style of a jimin yes. style it's yes. got the like melodic beautiful vocals the harmonies promise-esque the, truly and so someone i someone i read said like you know the hidden tracks that bts do are always for army this is a very army coded track yes, like this of is course. he talks about in the lyrics Sorry, I just was rereading them and had to sigh. What should I say and how should I deliver it? I'm just clumsy with my words. I know that's obvious, but I'll deliver these words so they're not taken lightly. Like, he's just like, I'm going to tell you something. He ta- he makes references, I believe, to Spring Day in this album. Yes, he does. Album, and I think to C, he also and C makes, as well. Yep. makes references to. It's a beautiful track, both the track and the lyrics. And in one of the album versions, you see, like 
the lyrics that he wrote and all, all all the little scribbles and stuff, you can tell that Letter is such a perfect name for this song because it really does feel and is a letter from Jimin to his brothers, right? To the other members of BTS and to ARMY. I am got tears in my eyes <laughs> because, yeah, it's you beautiful. know, this line of even after time passes, will you remain the same like when we first met? And if we're together, just like we were then, when even the desert could become a sea, I say, oh, I sincerely hope we are forever in the cold winter. The one who was like a warm spring day to me was you. And, and, Kristen already knows where I'm going. Yes, I I do. I had a full meltdown. Yes, Because I was listening to the song and I was like, these background vocals sound but they can't, could they? They can't be. And then I looked it up. JK does Mm -hmm. some background vocals at the end chorus of the song that Jimin was like, I want some background vocals. Although he does his own background vocals. If you listen to it, Jimin's providing a lot of the background vocals for this, but he asked if Jungkook would do the background vocals for him. And I don't know if this song was, you know, intended some other time. I don't know. But this song ended up on this album. And also in the credits, it does credit Jimin on the guitar as well. Which is so, that's really cool. Yeah, Jungkook sounds stunning um on the backup vocals you can hear him say yeah you can yeah very distinctly jk and his runs and stuff i don't know i think it was i think because it makes me emotional because after this journey and you know jimin's on this journey by himself this song plays and at the end of the song you remember like he's not alone he has his best friends jk almost in theory to me represents not only someone who's been very close with since he was a kid in that way like since he debuted with bts but like it he represents bts will always be there i do i i love that point i completely agree on every other track on this album before letter it's kind of jimin against the world or jimin suffering from the world i like fully have tears in my eyes yeah (laughs) it's very him without mention of support in whether that's like good like fuck everyone else or like bad I'm by myself and then to end it with this beautiful song about how not only he has the members who have supported him but there's also the lyric Pip I'm just crying it's fine (laughs) there's also the lyric that alludes to how he's grateful that he can also be there for them in the way that they've been there for him. It's so stunning and it's so BTS. And I'm so grateful that they have each other. I've said this multiple times to friends where I just feel like, yes, there are a million things in the universe that led to BTS being BTS. But having each member having six other people that know what it's like to be them, that can ground them and keep them strong I really feel has been one of the main things that have led them to staying so grounded in a world of chaos unlike a lot of solo artists that you see it's beautiful and I'm just so grateful that they have each other it's the type of people that each are too there's such a good balance you want people to be different I might have mentioned this before but I always you know it's the idea of it's like a cake they have to all be different ingredients to function to make something beautiful you know you can't all right. be one of the same I, I get emotional Kristen all just said these most beautiful things and here I have like tears in my eyes you can't see thank god but I think also also the reason we resonate with it and the reason that i resonate with 
you know, BTS and the relationship they have, as well as this song and the lyrics of the song. It's a great reminder. Like I went back to California this last, you know, weekend and I saw some Mm -hmm. of my friends that I've been friends with since like my coming of age, you know, and I wanted to cry being with them. Just we were literally driving into the Disneyland parking lot and I was getting emotional because I was just like, there is something about the people in your life, you know, that will always love you and yeah. always be there. And like, although the, the three of us in that car are all in different places in our life than we met, some of us are, some of them are married. Some of them have kids living in who all different all over just being with each other. It was like, even though we change, you know, Jimin's like, will we still be the same? Da-da-da. It's this like concept. And Kristen, you can speak to this too. You've experienced this as well. Mm-hmm. You get to a point in your life where like, as they've grown up and things are changing will I still have that will we this still be what it is and knowing that you have those people in your life and those friends in your life that you can love and trust and like will always support you and you support them that's part of this emotion you're seeing coming out of me today it's like it's like we're very lucky to have great examples of this type of love in our life as well as the ones that we have through either BTS or our own friends anyway that's the end of my rant (laughs) no it's great I completely agree with you and it's beautiful I'm so I'm glad that we have this track. It's stunning. I love the also love the harmonica on it. Oh my god, surprise harmonica. Surprise <laughs> harmonica moment. I love it. This whole album, just track by track, beautiful from start to finish. What? Yes. A gift. What a an 11 out of 10 album for real for real. Like 11 out of 10. I would love to jump into talking about some performances that we've Mm. had. So like what we have to date is we have obviously the set me free music video that we talked about. And then we got the like crazy music video. And then we have the Jimmy Fallon come backstage basically of like crazy. So we got to see the him, Jim and perform it live on Fallon and then we have a dance practice we know moving forward we're going to get a lot of music shows music yes. show promo I'm thinking I'm like, just you of name like a music crazy. show he's gonna be there <laughs> right so let's talk a little bit about the music videos first so okay. set me free I know we touched on it saying like yes this is the pre-release track but what else general call outs about that music video for you we did talk about the visuals the costume the choreography which is the meat of the music video but the idea right. that we were in that prison yep. that it was a prison set was really cool as well as yes. this like ending of him lifting up in the all white yeah like these those two elements are just everything really worked so beautifully together right and uh, this this was the same director that did shadow music video mm-hmm. i can tell and homie like let's talk i feel like there's some darkness in there and i want to talk to you about it i love it like the the prison theme which i'm forgetting the word for yeah it's a thing circular prison i love kind of like the on music video where you're getting one set epic choreography and like the that is so impactful for me i thought that the backup dancers did a beautiful job with the choreography and the emotion attached to the choreography stunning there's that guy on the left side of the screen right at the beginning of the music video that i need to call out i don't know your name but i wish you well because you gave face if i were the director of this show and i were giving notes at the end of the run I would call you out and say everyone needs to match his emotion because he, <laughs> he the, the really was. Came out in her. 
<laughs> he was giving and that's what we needed. I loved everything about what the backup dancers brought to it because it, it only so elevated cool. Jimin as well. They told the story with movement. Like they Yes. Yes. And they used Jimin as the prop <laughs> a lot of the time <laughs> to like they surrounded him, they lifted him up, right. they moved him around, they followed him, they ran with him. Like it was just really 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 cool. And I believe that was a Sienna choreographed it is yes which doesn't surprise me it's very no very hard hitting very very cool i also think the costuming for jimin was out of this world like we need to talk to the stylist the, Nunes the and cutouts be like, what in. the fuck yes the cutouts on his shirt that showed his nevermind tattoo like hello are we okay i don't think we are and then it switches to the fucking naked tattoo look and the amount of times that i was pausing to be like where are we is that a sheer mesh like what are we doing no it no. wasn't mesh it was no. what it was tattoo what i probably was in my in my nerd like production brain i'm like they were alcohol based tattoos because you have to do that when you're dancing otherwise you sweat them off i am obsessed with that look and he did say in the behind shoot of the music video where he was like i had this idea and like i thought you know we maybe it would be too bold but then i pitched it and like they went for it okay so you wanted to be naked got it got it Clocked. he looks so cool his whole fit everything and then the and his hair then, the oh. well, the contrast with the softness at the very end is so Aye. cool. They did it with the clothes. They did it with the choreo. It just we love an artist. <laughs> the scandal that I feel in my soul when I see the nape of Jimin's neck. Don't. And then we just get the we know the moon tattoos the exist, moon. but we get the little moon in the soft little sweater, little peaky, and we actually got a full. Don't. <laughs> We did. Don't. We got to see the full moons. Don't. Full moons. LOL. Oh. Don't. I have this to. This is hard for me. I. <laughs> I have. I have envisioned what they could possibly look like mm -hmm. for this whole time. Yes. And then we got them. Yeah, and he said he said in that live like you'll see them when it's time. They are the most beautiful. I yes. in the in that shirt. That yes, I'm gonna stop myself because I might cry again. So he is just okay. So she's Steffi freaking music out. Video was great. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to mention about the moon tattoos that Jimin mm. has. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. I just want to mm -hmm. like, let me just close it up. So in the photos that are included mm -mm. in the software version of the album, he's wearing a backless shirt that shows the full moon tattoos. Now in that book, it is in the, the spine of the book. And it's like, why did you do that? But then they really released a behind episode where they show the full moon tattoos. Also, the I all believe five that he has. The same person who did their seven tattoos did the moons. Oh, because cool. He he shared it on his Instagram story, and so oh nice. He's he's the one that did who did the touch up on JK's tattoos. All oh, their sevens. He's incredible. And he did the um, moons. Yeah. Jimin actually originally only had the top, the first tattoo, mm -hmm. and then fan he art. Saw Tay sent him a fan art drawing of him with the full moon phases down his back, and so he added them. Like, how cool is that? 
Oh, he's so Ugh, cool. I love the tattoo. The thing to preface this is because I had never had a tattoo ever. And for years and years and years, I've wanted a moon tattoo. And that's like everyone has expected me to get a moon tattoo for years and years and years. And I still haven't done it. So I see his moon tattoos and I'm like, one day, Kristen, that'll, you'll have these <laughs> oh my moon God. tattoos. But and then both Kristens will have moon tattoos. That's cute for us. That is cute for us. So, okay, to round out the Set Me Free Part 2 music video, he's insane. He looks insane. He sounds insane. Everyone insane also we did get the dance practice with that and i remember watching that at like 3 a.m half this is when i got into california i was delirious i didn't know what was going on around me i was half asleep i woke up and watched it and like the camera work was like really fascinating and moved like it's so pretty to watch but like my half asleep brain was like am i in like the twilight zone what's happening well and that's so beautiful it is it that's a really cool dance practice to see and i think that's the point too is like you're supposed to feel a little spacey Mm -hmm. with all of it like very cool set me free part two music video and dance practice 11 out of 10s 11 out of 10s okay we have to we have to talk about like crazy we have to talk about the music video we just have to pip you're gonna have to deal we have to form into words what it feels like to be on the verge of insanity of a menti bee listen we've been on the verge of a menti bee for a minute so this is just pushing me over the edge the music video had none of the choreo which i thought was a pretty cool choice i love that it was telling a story outside Mm -hmm. like they they chose to visually tell that story and it goes really well with the lyrics it goes really well with the vibe of the like song the synths just being in a club i loved loved the music video yeah i think it's incredible he did and i was texting you about this before i love that like crazy the the choice for it for his, his attire is like denim on denim but bedazzled bedazzled denim and i said it's lizzie mcguire approved like literally my sixth grade self wanted that from limited two but somehow jimin like in it it works so perfectly because it's that throwback to the retro vibes (laughs) he looks amazing Mm -hmm. and this music video was i was hand over my over my mouth freaking out the entire time because i was like what's going on on and what i love about this is it's clearly like we're getting fucked up song right like that's the vibe and that's the music video throws you off like visually you are kind of experiencing what it looks like to be inebriated like feels like like to be inebriated exactly disoriented and I, I love it. I love that it it threw us from, you know, sitting in his kitchen or whatever into this club setting and what it's like to be in that mindset at that time. All of the couples are on you, but you're kind of alone. Like, yes, there's a ton of theories on it. Go look it up. But what it is, like, for what it gave us visually, like, I just thought it was really cool so you know how we do a q a with we were like oh drop some questions yeah. on tiktok things like that one of the questions that i thought we could talk about was mm-hmm. someone said we'll talk about it now somebody said let's see i wrote it down the question is from wendola 999 and they said how do you interpret the mud in the light crazy mv there is a lot of really cool theories i haven't read the theories i don't i mean i have my so own this this comes down to similarly like who the girl in the music video represents 
sense. A lot of people think that it's possible that the girl represents a side of himself. There's a lot of really cool theories about this, but he starts off with clean hands. And then later we see the girl, I think it's the girl grabs him with a mud hand. And at the end, he has the mud on his hand. And so some people suggest like that's a part of himself. Because again, when he does face the girl in the club, it jumps to him in the bathroom and he makes a, he says something about looking at my reflection or looking in the mirror. And so it's so that's like a theory I've seen kind of go through, which is kind of cool. Again, if you look into that, I didn't do it any justice. There's some great threads about it on Twitter. But that's one of the theories I saw on what the mud on the hand is. Please, Kristen, I would love to hear yours. Oh, well, and I mean, like, the, these are just talking about I'm not looking too deep into really right. anything you're- like this is just, you know, when you're looking at it for what it is. Right. Um, a couple of things came to mind, I think, like, because you're also seeing the mud or like it kind of looked like ink, but like, yeah, dark mudish type stuff coming out when he's like standing in the bathroom. It's like coming out of the like walls yeah two things came to mind one when you're in that kind of dreamlike setting state it's kind of like when you're in a dream and you're dreaming about being actually something that could happen like you're out with friends or whatever and there's always one element that is off (laughs) that's like kind of for me it's like you clock like that's really weird and it's like proof that you're in a dream if that makes sense that's kind of what the mud was for me and then the other one is that what because it's like you know dark kind of messing with the aesthetic i thought it could be that it's you think everything's okay you think everything's right. good you're out you're having a good time you're partying you're drinking how but could things be bad seep, you're so happy seeping into it is yeah. like the thoughts of should i be doing this am i just numbing are, the pain that type these of are stuff. great i love all of this because it does truly it could be any of those things and i think i think there's a it was the live where hobie and jim and me and doesn't he say something in that live where he's like he had to go wash his hands because he was he oh, says something like that and maybe. then hobie was like oh yeah that and i people are like i wonder if that he was filming the mv around that time uh, speaking of mvs i do have a theory that we're gonna get another music video for the oh. english version of like crazy you think with like choreo something yes because if they're trying to this is just like logistically if they're trying to stream it like have it oh on radio they'd be silly to not have an mv Mm -hmm. oh for the english version gotcha yes 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 so i think we might get another one that's more dance hot takes from kristen (laughs) and if we do you heard it here first um that's not a wild theory in terms of like the way that they release that's why these remixes come out and again remixes mm -hmm. are very common that's a very common thing for artists who are trying to chart their singles on billboard yes it's very 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 common so kind of like on where we got you know the kinetic manifesto and the youtube videos count towards these streams and so if they're official audio they do yes so So that's a very smart theory english mv is there anything else you want to say about the mv before we jump to fallon performance other than it's bananas she's hurt (laughs) i just nothing i just i'm ready i just was like prepare for battle for myself because god this choreo so the thing of it is is what we heard about so (laughs) so yeah so jimin i'm laughing because there's this there's this line from tarzan where tarzan gets in trouble from the cartoon where tarzan gets in trouble with 
the they do the elephants and there's a whole thing in the water or whatever and when they come out of the water tantor says you see it's involved (laughs) that's where my brain went you were like the thing of it is i was like thing is it's involved It is. So first of all, like as if the music video wasn't enough, what we are he- what we heard from when Jimin has been pre-recording these music show performances with like crazy in the choreo is that he said to army that were present at the pre-recording that like, oh, apologies for the amount of like physical touch that goes on in the choreo. Like you'll get used to it. Da da da. So we're hearing these things on Twitter and we're like, oh, my god like what's about to drop we had the interview with him on Fallon the day before we're waiting for this performance to drop we still could not have known what the fuck was about to be performed i am shook i know see you can't see pip but she's covering her face she's absolutely going through it right now it's so cool i don't just mean those like skin on skin touching the like but there's a couple different parts throughout all of the background dancers where they're all and it's like the way that they're telling the story with the choreo i gotta say just right off the bat right off the bat i think i texted you this too where i was like i've watched i sent a screenshot of the way jimin jimin's hands around her wrist and i was like i have been staring at this Yeah, it's so and- it's the group, the group choreo. First of all, the I we haven't seen choreography like this in a like I'm not a, well, sure ever, yet who, ever. I, it's too soon for me to find I haven't seen anyone yet by the time this comes out we probably know but right it's really cool yeah retro vibes choreo so many hip thrusts such like little intricate movements my friend and I were talking Aria who does performance we just said dynamics like the yes. dynamics in this choreo is so out of this world things are hard then soft that's mm-hmm. what we mean by dynamics it's like you know he's he kind of rolls his head really like lazily and then all of a sudden it goes into something really sharp like it's just so cool yeah this feels to me like choreography that's supposed to just feel like your body movement like what happens when you're at a club it's so cool everything about it again i love the denim looks on everyone i love the choreo where he's mirroring again that this these theories about jimin mirroring this other person it's in the choreo now where they're the woman and jimin are mirroring each other some theories i've you know seen it's like the idea that jimin talks about this like feminine masculine side of himself which you know i don't want to speak on for him but it's like that's some people's read on it which is great the whole choreo in general has just been like so cool it's like so fun to watch because although it's not like on where he's jumping and throwing and whatever it's not easy choreo (laughs) it is like oh no it is intricate and detailed because like i said that you're saying the dynamics of it the little things that he's doing he makes itself look effortless and he's telling the story with his body just like pulling and pushing throughout the whole of the choreography is really cool 10 out of 10 I, 11 out of 10 of course i love when choreography adds the song yeah the music video like we said didn't include any of it and then we see this and it's just like it elevates it and i love that it ends ended with him walking to the bar yeah with a co- getting like with the cocktail and just like resting against the bar like it's really relatable in a weird way yeah. it's kind of musical theater we love musical theater i don't know if you saw this did you see the post by one of the background dancers i did yeah. i love it do you mind if i share it i thought it was really lovely 
Of course not. This the one of the background dancers is Bo Park, and the hashtags in one of their posts are hashtag she, he, they. I still don't know. Just call me Bo. LOL. Like this person is talking about this, but they right. danced in New York. And they were mm-hmm. one of the background dancers. And so they posted about their experience and they said, Jim and Solo debut performance. To be completely honest, I thought my performing time has been passed or gone for a while. Not because I mm. can't anymore, because I chose to be focused on being who I am. For a very long time, I questioned myself so many times if I'm truly happy to be on the stage by being someone else. To be called sir randomly, time to time, place to place. It never bothered me, but I also see myself as a woman. I wasn't quite sure where I am standing at and that what I am as a dancer on stage and I thought there's no chance for me to truly feel feel good so I kept the distance from doing it so and I always encourage my students to be themselves because although the moments were so great and I felt grateful I experienced where I didn't feel happy about doing what I love so this one feels extra special to me everything in this didn't go against who I am and I felt so great to do it It almost felt surreal and still does of course to be able to dance for one of the greatest stars himself Jimin from my home country was unreal but in the but the fact that I just got to be who I am, wear what, I, wear what makes me confident on stage with people I love, I am here thinking you really never know. I am truly grateful for this opportunity. Yeah. Just, I just it's love – the thing I just love about BTS is the inclusion of all types of people yes. from all over. Yes. And I love that like in one video or one thing you'll see you know, this type of person or these type of people. And I do love that there were women in this music video. I, I mean this, this choreo. Like I love this part two of just like this inclusion of we're – I don't know. And I love everyone. That- Inclusion of everyone. Yes. And I love that Jimin and his performance and the things that he does creates a space for that. And so I just, we yes. love it. So we like crazy, it. like crazy was, I cannot wait. I woke up this morning and watched a dance practice and still I was like, the fuck? <laughs> this is so fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, the dance practice. It, it was cool to see different backup dancers than we saw on Fallon. Yeah. It's such good choreography. We just aren't, we haven't seen choreography like this in a long time and not with BTS. I love it. I'm eating it up. Absolutely love it. Jimin just making this synth pop track for us. Yeah. A hit track. An Say absolute less. hit. Say less. And we're only going to get more performances. He has a lot of promo coming up for this. We know that some of them are pre-recorded and some of them are yet to come. LOL. So I can only imagine the denim fits we're going to get. The bedazzled <laughs> denim fits ready. we're going to get. She's I'm ready. ready for the denim. We go from June's denim to now Jimin's denim. Listen. <laughs> and they both make me feel some type of way. A couple of other things. So on yeah. Fallon. He did his interview, which like to go on in that on an American, the biggest, you know, late night interview show in existence in the U.S. I can't even by yourself being that confident to go on when only when in the past they've gone on together as a group and can lean on each other. He doesn't speak English fluently. I was just so proud of him that he went on. He held his own. I loved that he had and did some answers in English. I love that he did some answers in Korean. He looked beautiful. And I just love this dynamic with him and Jimmy. It's so fun to watch. You love the the Jimmy Jimin dynamic. I've been a fan of Jimmy for a very long time, just from SNL days. I've always loved Jimmy. Yes. I loved him when he was doing The Late Show before. Yes. I like was so pumped for that when he got on that. And then when he got The Tonight Show. I'm yes. all, I know people are whatever. I don't fucking care. Jimmy's a fun time. But he has always been so generous and so patient and lovely and kind with BTS that... Mm-hmm. 
I love watching the interactions and the fact that Jimin wanted to come do his US promo on Fallon. He like made his choice. He made his choice. <laughs> he made his choice. <laughs> that was clear. Um, but they've always had a good friendship. And so yes. even this isn't even just once in a while. Like anytime BTS posts a song, Fallon will always like post about it on like yeah. his recommendations for new yes, music. He, does. he is a music guy and it's He's always been really su- supportive of them in the U.S. Yeah. and their career here. And so and I said this earlier where he introduced Jimin and was like global pop sensation, five time Grammy nominee. I was just like, say yeah, it. Fallon, that's right. Say it. Say fucking it. Go Loud off. And proud. He does support that. He does. He's so supportive. And I also love the playfulness that Jimmy brings. I really think he's his comedy. I've always loved him. I agree with you from the SNL days. Like it's goofy and stupid but i love right. that jimin was also involved in those sketches they yeah. did a couple of different ones and we know like jimin is hilarious and such yeah. a like goofy guy and a prankster and so i i just loved seeing those little snippets that they also recorded together and he came, he just did it so confidently and it's just perfect and some of the people that were at the recording you know mentioned that there was a moment where jimmy was asking jimin a question he did have a translator off to the side you just couldn't yes. see them yes but jimmy at one point was like you have no idea what i'm saying and jimmy just jimmy just starts laughing <laughs> And then at one point, he like slams his fist down on the table. He's like, I don't speak English. (laughs) And I guess Jimmy said something to the effect of like, that's okay. We're family. Like, you know, it'll be okay. Like, and I just, I sort of mean by like, he's always still really gracious. He knows it's not easy to perform. Like, it's not easy to stand up in front of that. I always, I was telling someone, I was like, imagine if like, I went to Korea and had to go on like UJ, like go to meet UJ Sook, who's like the biggest guy right. there, the biggest entertainer. And I would be like, I don't have a fucking clue what to do. It's a really scary prospect to do that by yourself. And so the, the skit with like Jimmy's obsessed with Jimin and has all yeah. this stuff. I love the comments being like, where the fuck did you get all that stuff? I've been wanting to get that stuff. For real. Like, the W Magazine. I was like, okay, go off with the someone W Magazine. Someone did their research. <laughs> like, someone did their research for I was like, sure. someone's army in the building because that W Magazine, where'd that come from? Anyway, that was cute. And then the like Jimin, and that makes sense now, the dance move where he high-fived him was like a completion of Jimin, like that high-five and that little skit where Jimin's yes. running around. So yes. yeah, the found opportunity, the thing was really cute. Yeah, all everything that came out with the Fallon content was really cute. I really appreciated it. It's really nice to see them being respected and seen as like these incredible artists in the U.S. that they are. Yes. Globally. Yes, that's right. So we've had other promo um, as well, just to round off this promo conversation um, about Face, and we know that there's going to be even more. We've mentioned that there are two remixes that we just heard about this morning that are going to get dropped, I think. Yeah, those will be midnight Eastern time, I think, for us. Yes. And yeah. so we're getting two. One is Deep House Remix. One is UK Garage Remix. That's happening Jimin's done some magazine interviews, right? Pitt? They have been they've been very good. And Kristen and I have both said this many times. Kristen especially is always like pushed for the magazine interviews. She's always like, if you see an interview, this is a great time to get to know them as artists and what they talk about, yeah. especially the album. And you know, Jimin has talked about a lot of really great things in these interviews. That's where we learned about him feeling alone and when he started writing on that process in Vegas and how the yeah. members were a really big support for him and how they've been there for him, as well as 
there's a moment in one of the interviews where Jimin makes a comment about they ask him about like global reach or something. And he does talk about how the translators would translate mm-hmm. things in other languages from Korean. And that does help them. And like I was like, shout, shout out. out to the translators, shout out to the translators, because they're aware of that stuff. They're aware that mm-hmm. their reach is because that's uh, that is why the community is so important. And that's why I'm always going to fight for Twitter. I'm always going to fight it because they they like yeah. created, they were able to like translate things like Station Head. We couldn't really enjoy that if it weren't for the army translators. Like 10,000%. That like are translating those interviews that we don't always get, you know, and that's still a relatively new thing that we get some of this translated content. Also, I was going to tell you too, I was cackling. I said this to Kristen that the CNN post this like thing that was like, <laughs> been released this new album face but it looks like a full-on breaking news and i was like that's Literally. right that's right this is life-changing global it news did. push it that out like breaking news breaking, breaking news, news i mean for yeah. real okay so we have we know that he's already recorded for the big music shows you know music bank all of them name them you um, got them Name him, you got him. When he came on live yesterday morning for us, had finished recording, he did say on the 29th he was going to do a long Weverse Live where he talked about the album in depth. So he said it, and we'll all be here for that. I love that he's going to do that. I'm super excited. Okay, fucking wait. Talking about the songs more in depth. But I was going to say, we've seen a couple little things other than those. One of the ones I'm excited for Mm -hmm. is Pixid, which is if you've ever seen like the idols will go and they'll be like in a row texting with like other fans and they like pretend to be. Oh, yeah. There's a promo for him and he in the the promo, he was like, I'm pretending to be a TXT fan, but he got into TXT. Well, he said that he got into TXT. I think that the joke is like, like, try to spot I think it's like try to spot the like city person I don't fucking know but it's yeah. something like that and so he said he got into TXT because when Jin went to the military <laughs> 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 he's like he was a BTS fan and when Jin went to the military he was looking at other groups too and so he found TXT I'm dead <laughs> That I was like, yes. so funny. So that's one of the ones I'm excited for. The other promo that's super exciting is that we have confirmed, despite the failed attempt at kind of hiding it, LOL, that the next guest on Yoongi's Sutrata is Jimin. So I'm hoping that we get a ton more information. We love, you know, listen, my Yoonmin heart is Love them so thriving. much. Love them They're so gonna much. They're going to bicker. They're going to tell yes. each other how great the the other one is in yes. between probably bickering more and lots Ugh, of giggles i'm sure we're gonna get some giggles we love a jim and giggle Ooh, we love it so much there's so much to look forward to i'm sure on our next episode we'll have much more to share gird your loins for further like crazy performances and again like i said if we get an english version me- music video you heard it here first as we finish out this face discussion do you have any mm-hmm. final thoughts you'd like to share with the class I am so just so proud 
beaming, grinning ear to ear, just so proud of Jimin's work and his artistry and, you know, the artist he is and the talent he has. He really surprised most of us with this new side of him, not in a bad way, in a really beautiful, lovely way. We were able to see a more vulnerable side of him. It wasn't surface level. It was very deep for him to do this. It sounds so cliche, but like every with every single BTS album drop, especially this being the first vocal line one, the best is truly yet to come. That sounds so that sounds so cliche to say, but like them saying the best moment is yet to come. I'm like, oh, I can fucking see it because you're all so incredible. They're just so cool. <laughs> I love them. And I can't even believe what's to come with the other members, the other vocal line members. I'm like, if this is what Jimin's giving us, couldn't even tell you for the rest. I'm just like buckled in, ready to go. Whatever comes, comes. And I cannot wait for the promo to continue for this because we're going to get more of his insight. We're going to get more of his feelings and talent about this album. And I just love it very much. (laughs) I love it very much, too. And I will round that out by saying, keeping it simple, I tweeted this the night that Face dropped. And I'm going to say it again to the person in Seoul who understands us. I am so fucking proud of you. I love this man so much. I cannot wait for more. All right. Well, that was our discussion on face. We I can't believe we made it through in one piece for real. I only cried once or twice. <laughs> exactly. It was just once or twice. We're no fine. Big, no big. Um, we do want to say we love any and all engagement that you give us. Um, we are still creating a segment around your army stories that we want to hear. Please email us. Our email address is O-R-U-K-R-S-T-N-2 at gmail would love to hear your army stories so we can create a segment around that we're still putting that together we also really appreciate when you can give us five stars we are now available on any platform that hosts podcasts so a five-star rating really goes a long way for us as always our twitter dms are open on both our personal accounts and or you kristen too podcast account pip is very active on tiktok pip tell us about tiktok my tiktok is at kristen mccari k-r-y-s-t-i-n-m-a-k-a-r-i you can find us there laugh with us comment Leave us a comment yeah that's where those are so if you like them comment or share if you if you that's another thing too is like if you have army friends i've had people who have men who've been in our comments who have been like me and my friends listen to this i shared it with my friend oh Thank you so fucking Thank much. Thank you so much. That is and so kind of you. Please, like, yes, we can. We love that you're sharing our podcast with your friends. That's the whole point to talk about it as friends. I had one of our friends, I share this with you, Pip. One of our friends sent me a screenshot of a text from one of her friends saying, I got this TikTok sent to me. And I was like, I know the, that's Kristen. And it's like a friend of a friend of a friend at this point, which is so cool and so that's weird amazing. to think about. So we just love it. It helps us know that you're enjoying it. Yes, we do this for us, but we also do it for you, for the community, for ARMY in general. So thank you for your support. And we hope that you continue to support us. We love you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed Face as much as we did. If you guys have any thoughts about those, feel free to comment. Send us your thoughts. Tell us how you liked the album as well. Thank you for listening. We will see you all next time. ARMY forever, BTS forever. Drink your water and stream face. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night.